What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome back to the Royal Ramble. I'm your host, as always, John Covey Cole. I'm also the champion. Just saying. Just saying. Tommy Thomason, John Wangland, Sonny Salem, all with me. VE Cam Live. Guys, how the hell are we this evening? Awesome. Cold. Doing okay. It, it, it is cold. Right, you getting about, any snow up there, John? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we got about that. Uh, Three to six inches today. We're 29 uh, inches over what we normally are already for the year. We've been getting pounded all year long. So we have another snowstorm coming on uh, Thursday and Friday, too. Yeah. You, yeah. you got any snow up that way? We have less snow than we normally have. That's Texas we are- got all the damn snow. <laughs> yeah, but we're in the middle of minus 40 right now. We've had about a week uh, of that. So what? It's did you ridiculous. Say, oh, did you say minus 40? Yes. That's How are you a, breathing? That's, what, is that, that's a thing. That's a thing. What's the that's wind? Really dry. Oh, Celsius. Oh yeah, Celsius. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot y'all on yeah. Celsius. I'm like, holy shit, it's going up here. <laughs> <laughs> so what is that? That's still really you cold. Not a clue. It's Rain. about uh, ten degrees. Oh yeah, fuck! That ain't nothing. Yeah, yeah, zero to ten. Crazy. I was all we're, feeling bad for you, Sonny, but that ain't shit. We're, we're like really, we're eighteen right now. It's cold as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, yep. It's crazy. I uh, seen you know Texas. Their wind turbine's been freezing up, and it's just it's it's cold outside. It's definitely winter time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's funny. Absolutely. On it last week there, Sonny, you said it was like uh, springtime up there. Yep. And, and now this week it's about 10 degrees and, and got some snow. So Sonny's weather is like uh, West Virginia weather. It's more bipolar than my ex-wife. Absolutely. Thomas <laughs> <laughs> right. said I ain't even going to touch that one. Uh, well, I've got one two thing. <laughs> Uh, this week on the show, guys, we are going to be discussing who was the greatest valet manager female of all time. And we will get to that later on in the show. We're actually not starting with that this week. This week, we are going to start with the weekly three.
See, dear Lord Almighty, I, I got all these buttons over here, and sometimes I get too excited. We're good. It's time for the weekly three. Uh, there was a lot of stuff to choose from this week because there's, you know, it's it's wrestling. And ever since they started giving us a peek behind the curtain, seems like every week there's some other crazy stuff. Um, before I even start on the weekly three, there's an honorable mention I would like to throw out before we get started to get your take on friends. And that's the whole, uh, I said whole, yeah. <laughs> that was for Naya. Um, the, the, the whole thing in the contract the wwe is not letting uh their their wrestlers talk about people brands anything in any of their tweets or social media feeds or anything like that and they're saying they're going to reprimand them one strike is a warning two strike you'll get fined three strikes you'll be suspended um i want to get all everybody's take on this how do you guys feel about that Wow! Too much control. Too much control. Yeah, it's excessive. Yeah. I somebody's kids partying or something. I hear something in the background there. No kids for me, so I don't have any here. Um. Uh. I don't think Meemaw's throwing a party. Her that old past. Meemaw said, Tommy's doing the show. It's our chance. Time to get loose. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say this on the whole thing is that I think it's absolutely ludicrous that they think they can own somebody's social media. I can understand the name if you own the likeness to somebody's uh, ring name or whatever it is. But to say that they own them like as a whole as their social media, no, that person, if they're independently doing that on their own and they registered it under under their name and their thing, if they're using that WWE brand name and they leave the company, they can have the right to do what Ryback did, change it over and use your own and Mm -hmm. use your own name. It's not owned by the WWE. There's no reason that they should own somebody's Twitter account. That's ludicrous. Well, see, I beg to differ. Um, Sonny, I'll let you touch on this before I give my two cents. I agree. I don't know how they're going to monitor it. Um, That's a lot of people and a lot of tweets to be monitoring. I don't agree with it at all. It's just censorship at this point. It is, but at the same time, you got to remember WWE is a business. And you said it was controlling, which it is controlling, but Mm -hmm. they own the likeness of these characters. And if they're using another platform to get over, I heard that Lana made like $600,000 last year uh, from different um advertisements she ran with um bang and other uh sponsorships on on her uh, instagram videos and it's 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 a it's a it's a tough uh uh plank to walk there because on one hand i understand what you guys are saying too much control they shouldn't you know not let these individuals you know, make money other ways to do their own independent stuff. I know that was a lot of reason why uh, Miro wanted out of there because, you know, they started on the whole, you know, you can't 
you know, do your Twitch thing anymore. And then, you know, Zelena Vega and there's probably more that's not popping off at the top of my head. But, you know, on the other hand, I, as a businessman, if you have a wrestling company like the WWE, I'm not just talking about some independent down the road here. You get, the WWE mm-hmm. is one of the biggest entertainment companies in the world, if not the biggest. And it, in my in my eyes, it's the same as you going over to another show to advertise their product. I'm not very great with my verbiage, but essentially that is an argument I can understand from the WWE perspective of, hey, you're contracted to us. Your likeness is contracted to us. Therefore, you cannot go outside of our platform to put over other people without our consent. And But it goes it goes back to the independent contractor debate too. They're independent contractors. So yeah, the WWE has a likeness to that name, but look in Zelina Vega's case. She wasn't using Zelina Vega. She was using her real name of, of Thea Trinidad for her Twitch stream and everything like that. So yeah, she had, people know her as a character, Zelina Vega. It's like me, my real name, Jonathan Wayland. It's so I, I'm going to go work for someplace and they hire me under that name. They don't, they might, own certain aspects of my job or things that they might give me through that job or if I have some type of agreement with them on something. But they don't own my name. They don't own my personal name and likeness. So that's like the source of contention that guys like Ryback and all them have had and where they use it. They're not streaming Mm -hmm. under, you know, the name Zelina Vega. She's streaming under Thea Trinidad. So that's where it gets Mm -hmm. that really gray area right there and really makes it so for me that I have to align with the performers and, and the independent contractors. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. So totally said, <laughs> make a little extra money. I mean, no, you're muted, John. We can't hear you. Oh, wow. I was wondering why Tommy was talking all over top of me there. That's why, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys seen Lennon's comment. He said that's like Xavier Woods, you know, Vince McMahon trying to take over his Up, Up, Down, Down channel on YouTube. I don't think he should take it over, but uh, it's kind of, it's kind of like the NCAA in, in some ways. You know, if you guys remember, there was a punter a couple of years ago that had a YouTube channel. I can't remember what school he played for, but there was a punter that had a YouTube channel that was very popular. And then he come to the university to, to kick for the university and they told him that he wasn't allowed anymore because he was getting revenue from that YouTube channel. And they told him to either shut it down or he was uh, not going to be able to play football anymore there. And I think he actually quit the team so he could keep his YouTube channel going. If I remember correctly, it was UCF. That's what Lennon says. Um, But, you know, like, Michael Mann's saying here, you know, I, he says, any company you sign to a contract for will eventually crank the handle on you. Local TV guy here got internet famous for a minute. Eventually, the boss man shuts it down. I cannot fault the WWE for their... You know, I don't, obviously, we don't know all the ins and outs of why they're doing or what they're doing. But right. if, if it was as black and, and white as you know, what you're talking about, John... 
I, I, I'd have to side with the WWE here because even if it was Elena Vega was using, uh, was it Thea Trinidad or something like that's her name? Um, mm -hmm. It don't matter. You, even though you're not Zelina Vega, bitch, I ain't stupid. I know what the fuck you doing just because you changed your name. You know, because I'm pretty sure that the wrestlers have to sign over their um, actual name to the company when they sign these contracts until they're out of the contracts. And of course, they can have their name back. But. Mm. You know, it's 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 not as black and white as what the, the, the you know you, you would think it, it could be. There's a lot of gray area there, and like I said, and there's a lot of loan over six hundred thousand dollars. So that's six hundred thousand dollars. The WWE just told her, "Screw you, you can't have that." Yeah, there, but there's revenue splits and stuff too that they go through. So it, like it depends upon the negotiated rate for a lot of people. Like look at uh, up, up, down, down. You know, he started that really before you know got. I think he was in the WWE or he started it right around that beginning time frame. WWE's promoted him and helped grow that channel for him, which I guarantee you they get a cut of his revenue from his YouTube channel or from whatever he gets off of that. Same thing if they were to align deals, I could understand that potentially. If they're, if, you know, if they're under contract as independent contractors to WWE, WWE should get a revenue split if they're doing an endorsement or they're doing something else or if they get it for them or if they independently get one for themselves. I can understand that. But for them to take all the profits and not want to allow them to do anything about there is really the rough point for me. And like I said, you know, there, we don't know exactly what's going on yet with it. And if we're not actually part of the situation, you know, we have no idea. Uh, here's a great point. Lynn Jr. says, don't they fall under independent contractors? I mean, exactly. You, you can't have the uh, both worlds. Well, that's one thing about wrestling is they've had the best of both worlds for years. And, you know, in a lot of ways, I don't support a union for professional wrestling. But in this instance, it would definitely support the wrestlers uh, to have a union in a situation like this. Well, it's kind right. of a mistake to have that stance right now because other companies like Impact and All Elite are promoting their entertainers' pages, oh. YouTube pages, cameos. So, I mean, it's kind of a dumb position to put themselves in right now. Well, I mean, yeah, no, Sonny, because really the kind of uh, advertising that the WWE does for their wrestlers – is unreal. You know, the amount of uh, eyes they get on their wrestlers is, you know, next to none. But uh, I just realized I should have changed the topic this week to the, the weekly four because usually we go through the weekly three pretty fast, but this is a topic that's not easily, you know, uh, easy to debate. You know, there's no, you know, because you guys are still siding with the workers. Am I right? Yep. Tommy? Oh, being a worker? Yeah, I'm siding with the workers. Well, I'm still siding with the WWE. So I think this is a conversation we can have for a long time and still not see mm -hmm. eye to eye. So screw you guys. You're wrong. <coughs> I'm right. Let's get the weekly three started. Uh, weekly three. Uh, let's start out with this. During Triple H's takeover conference call, he was asked about incoming talent, specifically Brock Lesnar's lookalike, Parker Bordeaux. While speaking about Bordeaux, Triple H also name-dropped another name that is coming in the door, Rick Steiner's son, Bronson Rick Steiner. Uh, do you guys think that we're going to get a 
second generation Steiner brother in the WWE? Hundred percent. He looks. I hope so. He he looks legit. I mean, just look at that picture of the kid. He was a beast in college in football. If you're a football fan, yeah, he didn't play for the biggest school out there. He's probably would have been drafted in the NFL. I think maybe he even uh, got extended some, you know, camp offers or whatever it was. But if he was a little bit bigger, he would have been an NFL guy, no doubt about it. His size for whatever. For, for the draft just didn't get it for him. He's a great pickup for WWE, and there could be a great wave of some real blue chip prospects coming. Maybe we will see our next class of the Lesnar's and the Cena's. Who knows? He, he looks like a real legit character to me. Uh, here's a callback. I got to put Kenny over real quick. He says, you guys better not start anything without JCC say so in revenue split. That's right, Kenny. You tell him. <laughs> um i'm excited to see what uh, they're going to do hopefully they don't um job him out and you know keep the steiner name going and if they do job him out it's all right kid run your contract out come to aew i'm sure they'll put you to work it Let's looks more like scott steiner what's that all the month Looks more like Scott Steiner with all his Well, muscles. Rick was going to work that day, Tommy, and uh, Scott had to keep Tommy <laughs> Steiner company. <laughs> so let's go back oh, here to the Stonies. Right. <laughs> They're going to have to say bloodline. You can't be talking about he look like Scott. Of course he does. It's his uncle. Well, I mean, Rick was a little chubbier. Scott's got the muscles. Yeah, and those were uh, legitimate muscles, no enhancement needed, right? That's right. Sure. Let's move on, guys. Yeah. Number two this week, Sammy Guevara was set to appear for Impact Wrestling as part of the company's partnership with All Elite Wrestling. That did not happen, and controversy was sparked when Guevara was told to go home instead. The Spanish God didn't like the creative that Impact Wrestling had planned for him and suggested changes. The powers that be at Impact Wrestling did not like this, so they nixed the whole angle altogether. During Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer made it very clear that he heard the creative Sammy Guevara turned down was an idea that he should have debated to begin with. Black Taurus took Sammy's spot. We'll have to see what Black Taurus does during the next set of Impact tapings because that is who filled in for the Spanish God. Apparently it was a spot that Sammy Guevara should have turned down in the first place. Sonny, I'm going to let you have this one. Um, are you familiar with this black Taurus? Uh, one black and... Taurus. Oh, I'm sorry. He's from, Taurus. he's from triple a. Hey, I have to practice to say his name like quite a bit on my show. So okay. <laughs> um, I did, I'm not going to lie, but he's from triple a. He's super impressive. Um, I like him with Decay. It's like Decay's new monster because that's who he came out with at No Surrender on Saturday. Okay, so um, do, you think the, do you think Sammy Guevara was supposed to be intertwined with Decay then? See, that's where I'm like, I don't see that because he wouldn't fit with them at all. So if that's the angle, down, if that's the angle that he turned down, it makes sense. What would Sammy Guevara do with Decay? I mean, Crazy Steve and Rosemary are so different than him. I don't know what to say about that. 
Tommy, do you think there's a chance that the internet is working us? And this is just part of the angle with Sammy on AEW to get him off TV altogether for a while and, um, you know, keep it moving there. Especially after what happened with him Wednesday when he uh, quit the inner circle and things. But, I mean, like I said, putting in with Crazy Steve, if Crazy Steve wasn't Crazy Steve and just wrestled as Steve, that'd be a good tag team because they're about the same talent. But Crazy Steve's Crazy Steve. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense to me. Especially when he he this week. Oh, on being the elite this week, Sammy Guevara refused to defend the being the elite championship on BTE. He is only doing it on Sammy's vlog. Well, I don't. And that's how they ended it. He's got to get his own shit over. I understand that. So I don't know if this is just them playing this up on every show that they can. I'm not sure what's going on here. Well, it was reported that there's no heat on Sammy from AEW about this. So. It shouldn't be. But, I mean, it looked kind of funny him leaving out the uh, stadium the other night uh, with his bags and stuff and said he's going away for a while or whatever it was. You say it looked kind of funny? Yeah. No, I thought it was. I thought it was good. Let him go away for a week or two or a month. Forget about him and bring him back and Did talk it, about a white hot baby face when he gets back. Come back and surprise the uh, inner circle. But at the same time, you know, like Sonny was mentioned with the Sammy vlogs and the being the elite. There's a lot of wrestling fans, myself including. I just watched Sammy's vlogs for the first time last week, and now I have to watch. Just not only do I have to watch Being the Elite every week, now I got to watch Sammy Vlogs because it's just as entertaining right. as Being the Elite. And if they're going to do this yep. right, they got to get him not doing the vlogs and not being on Being on the Elite. But the problem is, is you know, they're 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 not. He's not going to do that. I don't think. But, and what also hurt him, he's just coming back. He hadn't been back long from being suspended over the Sasha Banks oh, comment. Don't start on that bullshit. That was just a hill so, trying to get heat. They didn't sit well, there yeah, but they still suspended him. What? And he was he was gone, and then he came back there for did this little run. And now he's going to be gone again. He was only gone for like two weeks or something, two or three weeks. Oh, like six weeks. But well, either way, Tommy Sammy Guevara is the Spanish God. You put some respect on that name, pal. Yeah. Oh, I like him. I ain't gonna complain. I like. Well, he don't like you. He told me. He said you got Tommy Feller. Screw that guy. Yeah. Let's keep it moving. Number one this week is a touchy topic. WWE's 1992 Ring Boy scandal came to light in a big way recently. Tom Cole, who was 14 years old at the time of the alleged abuse, just recently committed suicide. It was previously reported that Tom Cole's depression was escalated due to how Pat Patterson was lionized after his passing. Uh, Patterson was not accused of any acts against Cole, but it was alleged that he knew about the abuse and allowed it to happen. Uh, once again, Dave Meltzer discussed the claims that Lee Cole, Tom Cole's brother, has made about the situation. He said that the WWE paid him almost $20,000 years ago so he would move away and stop talking to the press about his brother's situation. 
Lee Cole made it clear that he will explore any legal action he can against the WWE following his brother's suicide. Wow. This is uh, not a good look for wrestling. Honestly, guys, I didn't even realize this was a thing in 92. I wasn't watching at the time. I've since went back and educated myself on it. And Mm -hmm. this is not something, obviously, it's not something the WWE wants out there. But ultimately, it's not good for the wrestling business as a whole, am I right? Right. Jim Cornette talks about it right after Pat Patterson's uh, passing. If you go back to Jim Cornette's uh, thing where they is talking about it. But, uh, yeah, it, it's it's not a good look. Not not at all. John, how familiar are you with uh, uh, the 1992 Ring Boy scandal? I watched the whole Phil Donahue episode the other day when the story came I out. Did too. I did too. It was crazy, wasn't it? I liked Phil Donahue's uh, demeanor, though. He's like, no, fuck you. This is my show. I love it. He's, he was a tough cookie back in the day. I mean, this stuff really is out there against them in this case. And, I mean, I understand post-traumatic stress disorder very well and how it works. And it's it's a shame to see whatever happened to this poor uh, this poor man that he ended up taking his life because of it. it it's pretty freaking terrible. It's WWE trying to pay people off when they mess up things or when their employees mess up things back there. I mean, people will love Pat uh, Patterson to death. And I mean, the contributions he made to the business is amazing. But the stuff that was in this case and people have collaborated this story you know, or corroborated the story a million times. And Rowdy Piper was even one of them who's spoken out against the sexual abuse that he faced at the hands of Pat Patterson. So there's a lot of evidence against him. And I, I don't know what statute of limitations on this case, but I don't know if this guy's brother will be able to sue on his behalf or anything. This was a long time ago. Statute of limitations could be, who knows? It's just a really sad situation to see. Mm-hmm. It's sad, you know, obviously that the the gentleman killed himself. Uh, It's even more sad if there were instances, instances that uh, Vinnie Mac knew about. And what really surprised me was uh, Pat Patterson and the other two gentlemen, I can't remember their name, left the company. Um, Pat Patterson wasn't gone long. He, he come back, and I guess it was just a sweep under the rug, and let's keep it moving, huh? Mm-hmm. I think he was back in less than a year. It wasn't long. I know that. Yeah, pretty crazy. It really is. Um, I don't know what you do there. Uh, Jeremy Robinson says, uh, wonder if any effect the cancel culture will take. Honestly, I I'm surprised there hasn't been more backlash since uh, this come out a couple of days ago. Um, Jeremy says I would assume his brother to buy out and signed a non-disclosure. Now he is dead. His brother is free to spreak spreak freely, freak freely about it. So that's easy for me to say. It's a good point, though, he made about the NDA and who knows what actually went on there. So it's going to be interesting maybe to see some more details come out in the near future. Well, John, Sonny, I know you guys um, are familiar, but, you know, me and Tommy knows a couple gentlemen, you know, here in West Virginia that were involved with the wrestling business that uh, ended up coming out of uh, child pornography um, and um, child um, – 
I guess molesting is what 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 you call it. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the guys me and Tommy have known for twenty years had no idea, well, yeah. no idea. Twenty twenty five years, yeah, and it just out of the blue, seeing it on the news. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. crazy. But fuck those guys. That's all I'm saying. And if uh, Pat Patterson was diddling a 14 year old boy, fuck him too. Absolutely. I never knew I anything about this till the other day. Um, pretty disturbing. Not going to lie. Do I think Ben's handles situations appropriately? No. Am I surprised? He's a, he's a, he's no. a, he's a shrewd businessman. Of course he don't. He's going to, you know, constantly sweep shit under the rug because he's got to keep face. You know what I mean? And you can see that in the Phil interview, how he handled himself. He's, he's, it's the same with the Bob Costa stuff back in the day. He's very defensive to certain things. And the steroids was always the big one for him too. And this is another one you could see he was extremely defensive on. And he held Pat Patterson in like the highest esteem. He looked at him like family and that's why he was employed there for all those years. So I, I'm, I bet you this eats him up with this whole thing coming back out again and then bringing it up. Uh, Tommy, your buddy, Chris, she says for educational purposes, statute of limitations is three years from the time of the incident. If reported to police, it could be 10 years. So either way, statute of limitations is up. It's passed. And she would know she's a judge. She is a judge. So, well, that's a, she is a, judge. That's a good person to have on your side, Tommy. That's right. Absolutely. She helped, <laughs> helped me with my divorce 10 years ago. So, you know, she she's helped me out. <laughs> Tell you what, I don't even want to talk about my divorce. I, I'm uh, yeah, let's keep it moving. Um, <laughs> it's uh, my favorite time of the week that I never win, but I'm gonna try real hard. It's time for work or shoot. This could be us, so back to what I was saying. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if any of you guys are watching for the first time, the way Worker Shoot works is I read an article about an individual and my compadres here have to tell me if it's a work or if it's a shoot. If you're in the chat, I'd love to hear your opinion and hear your take on it. I'm just going to say this. Since the start back of this season, these fuckers have got it right every time. So there's that. But this is the week I get their ass. Do you believe me, Tommy? Bill Butter. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Work or shoot, my friends. Brian Pillman will always be looked at as one of the greats in professional wrestling history. He was known for having some strange training rituals. Apparently, Brian Pillman would wake up each and every morning and take a big swig of his own piss. Apparently, urine therapy is something he learned about in Japan and supposedly had been used as a way to increase health for years. When asked in an interview, Pillman very simply listed all the positive vitamins that his urine contains. And just so you know, the taste depends on what you ate the day before, says Brian Pillman. Think about that. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Let me know. Is that a work or is that a shoot? Jack Sanson, is that you? I hear you got the most extreme! 
Square Circle Burger, 542 Campbell's Creek Drive, Charleston, West Virginia. We're going to freaking hit toss the burger competition. Get on down here now. All right, ladies and gentlemen. John, where are you going? Good Lord, Jandis. We just got back. You're walking off and leaving us here all by ourselves. Damn it. I had, all right, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> who the hell wasted the end of a commercial break to get up and go somewhere? John Wangler. That's who. I had to close the door. I had to let the dogs in. It's freezing as cold up here in New York, so I wasn't leaving the door open. <laughs> okay. I say we had one guy last season. Oh, yeah, wow. My honey's having trouble with some things. I don't know what's going on, but uh, anyway, let's keep it more moving. Um, that way I can pass it to you guys and let you uh, chat amongst yourself for a second so I can figure out what's going on. Uh, Sonny, I'm going to start with you since you're my favorite on the show because Tommy and John's a bunch of a-holes. Uh, is that a work think, or a shoot, my I, friend? I think it's a work. Okay. I Tommy don't know Thomason? why, but I do. Tommy Thomas, is that I, a work I or think- shoot? I, I think it's a work because I know he's done a lot of bathroom stuff before, but I don't think he's ever done that. Okay. John Wanglin, is that a work or a shoot? I think it's a work, and I think you're talking about Leota Machida, the for, a former UFC light heavyweight champion. This motherfucker doesn't look up. Wow. <laughs> Reading my damn shit on my paper. I swear I, to God, I didn't. That's Leota Machida you're talking about. It is Leota Machida. You're right. That's cool. Bonus points. So, I don't even want to play this game anymore. I can't beat you guys. You're too good. We smart. What can we say? Not even close, Jack. Every call. Sorry about that, buddy. It wasn't. Wasn't close at all. <laughs> you thought you stumped us though, and that shit didn't happen. It's not gonna. No, happen. no, no. You're wrong. I, I had I had a good idea that I wasn't gonna stump you again because you you just. You just keep everyone. Lyndon's in the chat over here talking shit. He says, John Covey Cole, do better, bro. I'm trying, Lyndon. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Jeremy says, uh, urine therapy is how they fix Randy or tongue burned face. Pissed all over Randy's face. I'm curious. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Oh, Lord. It I worked. agree because that, that was the messed, most messed up story that they had in a, in a long time. Just, oh, I'm so burned. I guess it's awful. I'm and then I'm healed. It, it's, it reminds me of that uh, part of um, oh, Ted when the, you know he came to life and that preacher man's like, look what Jesus did. Look what Jesus did. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Dunn says it didn't really help him live a long life if it's true. That's uh, cold, Kenny, but you you be accurate. And uh, just so everybody knows, everybody in the freaking chat said it was a work too. So I guess I just don't have a good poker face. So screw all you guys. Okay, <laughs> lady, I got to do better. Michael Loving says that's why Covey Cole has to cheat to keep his belt. I ain't cheating. Well, you ain't nobody cheating nothing, Mike. Shoot, calm down over that cheating, huh? Michael Loving needs a hug. He always accuses people of cheating. That's good. 
It's time for our <laughs> weekly topic, friends. And this week we are discussing who was the greatest female manager of all the time. Or valet. However you want to look at it. Um, and I mentioned last week that I would be surprised if any of us has a different answer. Uh, that being said, Sonny, you let me down a minute ago. You give me the wrong answer, so I'm going somewhere else this time. Tommy, I'm going to let you start. Who do you think is the best female valet or manager of all time? Well, nobody's going to agree with me. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, God. You better not say Missy Hyde or some dumb shit like that. No, but uh, she's about third on my list. I didn't meet Missy Hyatt, but yeah. Of course you did. Take a uh, drink, everybody. Yeah. Tommy knows somebody. He met him. He met him. <sighs> I ain't got no drinks over here, Tommy. Oh, yeah. Oh, like it. Anyway, you ain't taking your own damn drink, Tommy. What are you doing? Uh, I, I got to get, get my cheek extra, pop over. He, he put himself extra over on this one, ain't he? Because I got thirsty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, my, my number one manager valet... It is Daphne. That that is the the sweetest woman I've ever met in wrestling. We're not talking about behind the curtain, I'm not. Daphne. Yeah, I think she she helped out David Flair all that time. Stacey Keebler helped David Flair too, but in a different way. Well, she didn't have a tattoo of angel wings on her back. But anyway, I mean, she wasn't afraid to get in, get physical, do the crowbar thing, you know. she, she was well, The awesome. crowbar thing was her best shit, and that was terrible. What was it? I said the crowbar stuff was her best work, and that uh, was terrible. No, her scream was her best work. What are you talking about? She's the scream queen, man. Jesus Christ, on, Tommy. Dude. Just when I think you couldn't say anything stupider. Oh my gosh, dude. She's I can't a believe I give you your I can't believe I give you a close up for that. <sighs> I do look good this week. <laughs> John, tell Tommy's on crack over. <laughs> Daphne ain't no she ain't even in the top twenty, bro. Tommy, you're on crack, heroin, cocaine, ecstasy. <laughs> you're on a ball of something over there because there, ain't, there, ain't, there is no way in hell that Daphne even places in the top fucking 50. <laughs> but, but John, John, she's really nice lady. The, the, she I'm played sure she Sarah is. Palin. I'm sure she is, buddy, but there's no way in hell I'm putting Daphne in there. Uh, Hot take. She's <laughs> She's, on oh. She's all the hell over. He's popping his mic now. <laughs> what you, that's what you get for picking Daphne, Tommy. Sonny, I'm coming to you next, and I hope to God you got a better pick than Daphne. No, it's Daphne. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. She was on impact. That's why she'd pick her. <laughs> I went with Lita. Lita's my girl. Lita? For me. Yeah, growing up, uh, she was the first woman that, you know, she was accompanying the Hardys around after SA Rios. And then she was like part of the team. And she was like, to me, one of the first women equals. Oh, she's and I part of the that. team, all right. Just ask Matt Hardy and uh, Edge. Exactly. But she had a good controversial run with Edge, too. Four time champ 
on her own, I mean, I go with Lita. Uh, Lita's a good uh, wrestler, but I, she's not my number one. You guys are really letting me down tonight. <laughs> and that usually don't happen. Usually I, 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 I'm with you guys to an extent. I'll tell you this, Sonny. Lita is a hell of a lot better than Daphne. <laughs> Mike Loving says, leave it to chicken. Leave it to a chicken to pick Daphne. You're right. Uh, Kenny Dillon also oh. says, uh, no pros and cons this week. Yes, Kenny, we are doing that, but we're doing it um, later on in the show. I like to try to switch things up a little bit uh, this week. Pros and cons are probably the main event. Um, that being said, Mr. Wanglin, please help the Royal Ramble redeem themselves. Please tell me you don't have Lita or f- fucking Daphne, for God's sake. I, I was going to pick Alicia Fox. Jesus Christ, Tommy. Oh, Daphne, God. Don't sound, Daphne, don't sound too bad. She's a, she's a legend. We had this debate a few weeks ago on some of the shows. No, I mean, hands down, everybody's got to go with two for me. The easy pick is Miss Elizabeth, but my pick is going to be Sensational Sherry. God, she was something special out there. Oh, Miss Elizabeth was fantastic in her own way and just did her purpose. But think of the teams that Sister Sherry had with the Harlem Heat. Think of what she did for the Macho Man's career. Shawn Michaels, Sensational Sherry, Sister Sherry. She was a bad chick in real life wrestling. She was a bad chick outside of the ring, and she was one of the best, if one of the best managers, not just female managers of all time. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is where I thought everyone was going. Sensational Sherry is obviously the number one female valet possible manager of all time. If Bobby Heenan wasn't in conversation, I would say Sherry's probably the number one manager altogether. But, John, thank you. I knew I liked (laughs) you for a reason. Um yeah, but yeah, Sherry, everything she done. One of the first things I remember watching as a fan was when you had um, Harlem Heat versus Colonel Robert Parker and the Bunkhouse Boys yep. back in uh, 94, 95. And mm-hmm. Sensational Sherry was the manager of Harlem Heat at the time. And mm-hmm. they, Tommy, do you remember this program? Mm-hmm. I sure do. Sonny, Sonny, do you remember it? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, anyway, some of these people at home may not remember, so I'm going to talk about it. Anyway, uh, it ended up happening. You had a love triangle type deal with, well, not a love triangle, but a love thing with Colonel Robert Parker, which, by the way, if that was on TV now, they would castrate that gimmick. It would <laughs> never <same>. happen. <laughs> but it was yeah, a great gimmick never. for the time. Um, mm-hmm. But you had him and Sherry end up, doing a love thing and they ended up breaking up and they had a match. And I still remember Dusty's call to this day. Dusty wasn't a great um, commentator uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but I still remember she clotheslined Colonel Robert Parker and Dusty lost his shit. She clotheslined him. She clotheslined him. <laughs> that was just great. And that was part of the reason why uh, I fell in love with wrestling when I did is because of sensational Sherry's work. Uh, yeah. the stuff she did with Shawn Michaels. Um, I mean, there's just so many wrestlers that she she helped through the years. She rejuvenated the Macho Man career when she Absolutely. came out on as manager. I mean, Macho had a great run, we all know, and the Mega Powers Explode angle. 
But after he was done with that, they did the Zeus stuff. And then he was kind of dead in the water for a little bit. He came back as the Macho King, had sensational Sherry with him for a couple of years, had the epic retirement bout at WrestleMania 7. She turned on the Macho Man, who was the second biggest heel to Sergeant Slaughter at that time, and turned him in literally 30 seconds, turned him in to the biggest baby face other than Hulk Hogan that night. And he went on to continue his career on in so many ways. He owes a lot to uh, Sensational Sherry. Uh, Jeremy Robinson in the chat says that Sherry morphed into the roles depending on who she managed. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, she yep. was managing Booker T when he called out Hulk Hogan. I don't know if you guys remember that. <laughs> he credits her for saving him in that interview with his composure. Well, I mean, yeah, it could have been bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, really bad. Tommy, let's go to the chat and see if uh, any of the Ramblers picked uh daphne i say you got a whole long list of them <laughs> probably not pal kenny dunn says the queen of extreme francine and that's that was good another one. good one that's a good one but i think uh, uh in my opinion what hurt francine was uh the lack of eyeballs on ecw mm-hmm. uh, she was great don't get me wrong but you know some of the stuff she did, uh, you know the girl on girl action, and I mean it was just some of the some of the work in ECW she did was amazing. Uh, Jeremy Robinson says, "Sharon Martell, Jeremy, we like you a lot, old buddy." So I, I'm afraid to say my number two now. Oh God, <laughs> what do you got? Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what was what was Dusty's manager in the WWF here for a minute? What was her name? Sapphire. Sapphire? Yeah, is that Sapphire? Is that your number two? Sweet Sapphire. No. Sapphire? Sapphire was better than freaking Daphne, Tommy. Oh, my God. Come on. (laughs) Who's your number two, Tommy? Uh, Shelly Martinez. Who? Shelly Martinez. Ariola. Ariola? Is that what you said? No, the, the vampire girl. I don't follow. Was she in the WWE? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was with Kevin Thorne. She was with Kevin Thorne. That might have been during a stretch I wasn't watching wrestling. There was the vampire chick in wrestling? WWE reboot when yeah. he first came out with Kevin Thorne. Yeah. She was the vampire chick. And then she's yeah. like oh. never done really. Yeah, she's beautiful, but she's never yeah. done anything in mainstream wrestling, I don't think, ever again. Maybe a little stuff with Lucha Underground, but I don't think she's ever really done anything yeah, like- since. She was with LAX for a while too. Uh, over did you uh, did you meet her too, Tommy? Yeah, I got my picture, and I'm, then the next time I seen her, she autographed it for me. I'm starting did to you see smoke a trend a bowl here. With her, Tommy? She's a big What's weed that? head. Did you smoke a bowl that, with her? A, no, no, I Chickens ain't a rabbit. Don't smoke I'm a bowls, John. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say now. I, I smoke know. barbecue sauce. That's yeah. terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> Mike Loving <laughs> says baby doll or woman. I was thinking woman. She was on my yeah. list too. Yeah, uh, Lyndon actually says nothing. woman. That's his number one. Yeah. Well, she couldn't manage her household. I'll tell you that right now. Hey. <laughs> too soon? Bad form. Oh. Too soon? Uh, I was going to say, I don't think that was her fault. Yeah. She should have made the sandwich right, Tommy. That never happened. Kenny Dunn says Miss Elizabeth. That's a. (laughs) Oh, hell. 
I'm gonna have us canceled tomorrow, guys. You wait. We'll boot it off Facebook after tonight. <laughs> Did you hear what that I, damn Kevin Cole said? I'm trading in the cheap pop for a Budweiser after a while after this show. <laughs> but uh, let me go back to the comments, make sure I got no more. Oh, Lyndon says, Dick move, John Kevin Cole. Well, in case you ain't figured out, Lyndon, I'm a dick. <laughs> Deal with it. And I'm the champ. Say something else. Something else. Something, something else. Something else. Uh, I, I got a couple honorable mentions I got on my list here, and I promise Daphne's not one of them. Uh, Sonny, you'd be, be glad to know that Lita is on my honorable mentions. Um, Marlena. Marlena was a great one. Yeah. I wish yeah, I wish that uh, they would have uh, had more time uh, together, you know, if the Goldust character hadn't have been um, halted or at least uh, slowed down like it was, it's hard to tell how great that, that would have ended up being. Um, Sable. Sable was another one. Um, even mm-hmm. though once she got there, she wasn't in the manager role long. Um, you know, she pulled them titties out and um, then, you know, that was it for, for her and Mark Merrow. She ran off after that. I still find it funny to this day that he was kind of you know, on TV, he was covering her up and not wanting her to show her goods. And next thing you know, she's over and they got a divorce and she marries Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> so he knew what the hell he was doing. Um, Vicky Guerrero, that's uh, one a lot of people don't talk oh, about. Vicky was great. Yeah. So, you know, she's still doing it today. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure about the whole nun thing she's doing with uh, Nala Rose right now, but. Well, we'll see what happens. And she's the sweetest woman in the world, too. She is the nicest woman ever. My favorite mm-hmm. interview I've ever done with Vicky Guerrero. Yep. Oh, yeah? Yep, yeah, hands she, down. She she's so she's sweet. So kind oh, just the nicest. It's so funny mm-hmm. because her character is so great as a heel, John. Great pick with Vicky Guerrero. Oh, yeah. Vicky's uh-huh. great. Um, Trish, when she was with uh, Tess and Albert, uh, mm-hmm. That was must see TV for me. I could give two shits about Test and Albert, but I tuned in to watch Trish. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, I got two more. This would be my number three and my number two if we were doing a list. Number three on my list would be China. Uh, you know, her work with Degeneration X is bar none. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you could very easily throw out an argument for her to be number one. Um. And that being said, my number two is I know you want me. I know you want me. Sonny. The only reason Sonny didn't get the number one spot for me was because she never really main evented uh, with anybody. It was always the mid-card guys that she was working with. Now, she might have main evented with Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, you know, at the hotel or whatever, but she didn't main event with the wrestlers on TV. But still, the work she done was, you know, once again, bar none. Man, I like his mm-hmm. Jeremy guy. He's right there with me. He says, China and Sonny. You get it, Jeremy. Don't forget about Jacqueline, too. Miss Jackie. Oh, yeah. Jackie. Yeah. She was great, especially when she came on as Marrow's valet there, and she had a, several runs out there. She was a great in-ring worker, badass, and she was a great manager, too. Great set of uh, moves, too. That's not what you thought I was going to say, was it, John? 
I, you know, I, I was kind of thinking you're going to go the other way, but I, I, I agree with it on either way you would put it. She was fantastic. I she was. Her. Jeremy Robinson says, uh, Major Guns. I like looking at Major ah. Guns. But I don't know if I'd give her that nod. She was um, a quick minute. I, I don't remember. I remember her, but I don't remember a lot about her. Um, you know, one that's pretty relevant now, or she was at least, uh, you know, she was all over Monday Night Raw in 2020, and I thought she was doing great work. Lyndon just mentioned Zelina Vega. You know, that was mm-hmm. a great character. She's a good uh, mouthpiece. So if, in case you haven't noticed, uh, Tommy, there's nobody's yet to say Daphne. I'm starting to figure out a trend with you, Tommy. Every topic we have, Everybody you pick is somebody you've met. Oh, yeah. You don't want to put these people over you don't know. I could ask right. you who the best wrestler of all time is, and you'd probably say, like, Jock Sampson or Jack Miller or somebody, <laughs> somebody in local independent workers you've worked with before. Well, no, at one time I said Ken Cade, and, and you about blew your top. Well, yeah, Ken, and- what, was the, what was the question? Do you remember? It was the uh, best wrestlers of the 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I rest my case. (laughs) And then then, uh, you popped for the Joey Morton one. Hey, I love Joey. Joey, Yeah, I love Joey. If Joey would have had the right eyes on him, buddy, he would have been something, I'm telling you. Yeah, see, I I remember Uh, stories. Sonny, John, I know you guys don't know who Joey Morton is. He's a local wrestler in West Virginia. Uh, look up some of his work. You might be able to find some on uh, YouTube. Obviously, mm-hmm. you're not going to get the full effect because you know you're not getting the storylines and everything he used to do. Actually, he, he has a DVD that talks about his career that um, I may or may not make a cameo in. Just saying. Ooh. Superstar. Movie star here. Superstar. <laughs> Anyway, I didn't think of his DVDs. I thought, mm. what's that, Tommy? He had two DVDs. That one that um, that guy that was in Roanoke made that one, and then uh, some other company. Man, that's the up. most intelligent thing I ever heard you say. Yeah, man, that one old guy down there in that old Roanoke made that one video at one time yeah. down there down in Roanoke. Yeah, where'd other guy from? Uh, somewhere out in New York. New Maryland. Uh, no, he's out. He's out Baltimore. Uh, that one guy was from Baltimore. Uh, I think the yeah, that, that dude ripped him off, didn't he? Did he did not send him no videos or nothing? Or did he, the the I, one in Roanoke did. The one in Roanoke ripped him off. Mm-hmm. Then he yeah. ended up getting killed in a car wreck or something later on. Too. Karma's a bitch. Um, yeah. What says Mike Loving? Says that's like he thinks Mike Loving is the best Royal Ramble winner. What the hell does that mean? You need a Royal Ramble winner, is he? he yeah, won he won Ramble? last year. Was it the Ramble yeah. in the Bank or the Royal Ramble? Uh, it's the Ramble in the Bank. Oh yeah, see, he's making up shit. He, he don't even won. know what he won. <laughs> <laughs> he just knows he won. God dang it! He, um, he, he beat go. a kid that was born in 1990 over a WrestleMania two question. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Um, we still have to get to our pros and cons, guys, so let's keep it moving. But before we do, next week on the show, this should be interesting. I'm anxious to see if Tommy says, like, uh, arm bar or some shit. Next week on the show is, what is the best finishing move of all time? 
<laughs> and ironic, the graphic we got in there, huh? No doubt. Yeah. That wasn't on purpose, I promise. I'm not touching that one. <laughs> no doubt. That's easy. Yeah, I got enough people that give me heat for stuff. I'm definitely not touching that one. Anyway, that's yeah. that. We're going to take a quick commercial break, guys. We're going to come back with the pros and cons. Stick around. <laughs> Gavin Ward can take care of your real estate needs, including loan closings, title searches, and deed preparation. Gavin also specializes in landlord-tenant matters and estate planning. Josh Miller has the experience and skills needed to handle your personal injury or wrongful death case, including car, truck, and motorcycle accidents. He will fight for you. If you're in debt and considering bankruptcy, Gavin and Josh will guide you through the bankruptcy process. Two lawyers, one office, for all your legal needs. Gavin Ward and Josh Miller. Call us today. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for pros and cons. We will have 10 minutes for each. Um, at least we're going to try to have 10 minutes for each. Sometimes it doesn't work that way. Sometimes we get to rambling. Um, and my buddy Lyndon messaged me last night after Monday Night Raw went off the air. So I think we will go ahead and start with cons this week. Tommy, since I was so mean to you in that last segment, fuck you, pal. Sonny, you get to go first to the cons. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, the thing that really bothered me, I guess, this week was Lacey Evans and that whole cringy storyline with Ric Flair. Um, when there's a real child involved, yuck, yuck. No, I don't feel that at all. I'm, uh, I'm not touching this because this belongs in my pros. So crazy. I have at it, if you will. I don't know. I just think, yeah. It's typical rinse and repeat WWE. They do. They've done this storyline and angle a million times over. It's let, let's be real. They didn't do it to Becky Lynch when she had on uh, her announcement for pregnancy. Like let Lacey Evans let them separate from the storyline. Let's be real. Nobody gives a shit about seeing Ric Flair on TV. It's kind of embarrassing to see him out there every week. I, I think he's embarrassing himself week in and week out. I get he's getting a paycheck. He does this because it makes him feel good and. They're going to throw him out there until he ends up passing away one day. And I just don't want to see him out there doing it. It's stupid. It makes no sense. It doesn't bring any extra eyeballs. It makes him even more cringy for their product than it already is. Uh, Tommy, do you want to touch on that before I jump in? Well, it's kind of like I said before, you know, uh, he's married to Fifi and she's married to some other guy and, and, and you know their real life story, and then you're trying to make his story mesh it and have him say he's the daddy. It, it's it's junk. It's trash. I was actually ribbing you guys. This is actually part of my cons, also. Um, oh, thank goodness. I do like Ric Flair's reaction. That oh shit, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have another kid, seventy years old. <laughs> But the con for me is, and I'm probably going to get some heat for this, but that's okay. I have big shoulders. Is the fact that these women wrestlers, Maria, Becky Lynch, uh, Lacey Evans, are getting pregnant while on the job. 
if you're going to fucking have a career, have a career. Tie that shit up until you get done. Uh, practice safe sex, whatever, because that's two years in a row. Last year, Becky Lynch was supposed to go to Mania. She got pregnant, and uh, it might not have been Mania, but Becky Lynch was supposed to be in a big program, and she got pregnant, couldn't do it. Um, and then this year, you got Lacey Evans pregnant. You know, everything they've been working towards with Lacey Evans and Charlotte Flair is ruined now because Lacey Evans is pregnant. And you guys can say I'm selfish if you want to. I don't care. If you're going to be an athlete and you're going to be a professional wrestler and you're going to have these storylines, if you're trying to actively get pregnant, even if you're not, if you're not practicing safe sex, you know, you should at least tell the creative team, hey, you know, don't stretch nothing out too far with me because I don't I'm trying to do this, whatever. It's a it's a slap in the face to the the creative team that mm-hmm. she's pregnant. And it just really bothers me. Um, and I, what is it about Oscar? Does Oscar get with, uh, that's who Charlotte or, or Becky was supposed to do something with was Oscar. Is that what, mm-hmm. uh, Oscar's doing? Is she doing some kind of Jedi mind trick to these, uh, women's husbands, making them impregnate the girl. So she ain't got to defend the title. I mean, it's, it just really bothers me because I, I've not been a huge fan of women's wrestling, Anyway, and when I get into something like the Sasha or like the Becky Lynch Oscar storyline, like the Lacey Evans and Charlotte storyline, and then oh, what we got to put pause on it. Well, she's pregnant. Well, don't waste my time. Get tell out of here with that shit. Hey, you got a job to do. I, I'm like you. You got a job to do, and, and to take off nine months to a year. Uh, it's it's not fair. It's not fair, like you say to the writers. It's not fair to the other competitor. Lyndon right. Childers, he says, bro, you can't stop them from wanting to start their own family. Hey, they want to start a family. Do like Ronda Rousey did. Get the fuck off TV. Go start families. Yep. Right. Beth Phoenix did a did a prime example of that exactly, she retired. Yeah. She was up at the top of the game, uh, top of her game, and she wanted to start a family and moved on. I can understand what Linda was saying though too. Everybody has different times, you know, that they want to start a family. It doesn't always fit into our time frames. I get that, but I also get the point that you make too that you're under a contract. You know, you're going to be doing a physically demanding job. Like, but then again, accidents happen. You know, maybe she wasn't planning to have it. Something could have slipped. You know, we don't know. Maybe they did plan on it, but. If you're going to plan on it, I think you should really talk and be professional and talk to the you know creative department and not try to get her involved in a major storyline like they're doing with Charlotte and Rick Flair here and then just end up saying, oh, we got to cancel it because I'm pregnant. So talk to them at least because that's how you would avoid the situation. Uh, Michael Mann says the pregnancy things are going to run up Vince's ass sideways, and that is going to burn the entire women's division. I agree, Michael. I, I, I'm mm-hmm. mad as a fan. I can only imagine how pissed off Vince McMahon is. I mean, he probably mm-hmm. won't say that he's pissed off because he's got to keep face, but I guarantee you he's 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 not happy about this at all. Because now right. what are you going to do with Charlotte? You know, you're coming up. WrestleMania is uh, less than two months away. What the fuck are you going to do with Charlotte now? I think she was going to beat Asuka. Yeah, I think she was going to beat – that Lacey was going to beat Asuka, and it was going to be Charlotte versus Lacey in WrestleMania. That's where I think they were going to go with it. So that really just messed that up if that was the case. (laughs) Kenny Dunn says Lacey Lacey Evans versus the coat hanger at WrestleMania. (laughs) Wow. 
Oh, oh that's Kenny. awesome. Kenny. Oh. Kenny, you're making my heel work look soft over here, buddy. Wow. Let's keep it moving. We just got like five right minutes on that. Um, uh, something small, but it pissed me off. Why are you going to have Sammy Guevara so pissed off at MJF about him recording recording him on his phone when he's got a video camera right there in front of him recording all damn things? <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, guys. Come on. Even said before, it says the cameraman stays. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He acknowledges the camera and everything. <laughs> but fuck your phone, pal. <laughs> I'm going to throw it against the wall. <laughs> Um, you know, I hate that Nakamura seems like uh, his um, his push is not going to happen. You know, he want, he was in that gauntlet match a, while, a little while back with, uh, you know, to see who was going to face Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. And he put on a great showing. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. they're going to get behind him again. And then he goes out and loses. And he got Apollo Crews doing the thing. I mean, it's, it's just it's upsetting for Nakamura because he's such an amazing talent, and yeah. they're not going to do anything with him. Well, another good contour, I think with kind of falls in with the Nakamura thing is Cesaro. Now, a lot of people this might not be popular opinion here either. A lot of people think Cesaro's uh, promo that he did on the Talking Smack was this phenomenal thing. I thought it was terrible. I thought it just exploited the fact that he's got very weak mic skills and why he's not a main eventer. In regards Does speak to English. Yeah, he repeated himself the same thing about nine times in there and kept saying it over and over again for two minutes. And then I see people on Twitter and then on the, all the best reports like, this was one of the best promos ever right here. This was amazing. You liked it, Sonny? I did. Oh, but I love Cesaro. I love him too, but the promo was just the same thing. I... I'll do anything to get my to make my dream happen, and then he'll say something else, and then say it again. And it was like six times, I think, at least, maybe even more, that he said it. And I like Cesaro. I, I'd love to see him get a run. He's just a weak promo, and that promo I thought was terrible. Well, if you guys remember uh, a couple years ago, uh, the night after WrestleMania, Cesaro was a Paul Heyman guy for a few weeks. That mm-hmm. would have done yep. wonders for his career. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, we only it's got a little like bit longer don't left. Believe in them. Right. Um, uh, I, I, I might be the minority here, but I'm going to say it. I don't like Kevin Owens using the Stone Cold Stunner. Go back to the pop-up powerbomb. That's Stone Cold Steve Austin's move, and I don't like you doing it. I Agreed. Agreed. Um, last thing I got – well, two things. Sasha Sasha Banks and Bianca working together. I don't like it at all. If that's going to be a WrestleMania match, get some heat there. I don't want a baby versus baby face, especially when you have someone as cocky as Sasha Banks and as cocky as Bianca Belair. It's it's not yep. working for me. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I have is apparently we are going to have Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman at WrestleMania, and I'm not excited about that. No. no. Uh, what about Bad Bunny being at 247 I 1195 East West <laughs> champion? You uh, think that was bad? I'm that's gonna that's, I'm gonna talk about that here shortly. You guys talk amongst yourself for a second. Yeah, okay. You all right? But yeah, had that then uh 
what what's up with the Miz like dropping himself out of the elimination chamber? Yeah, I thought that was cheesy too. Like, why that give him the spot and do a week later take him out of it? And I know they're just inserting Kofi in there or whatever, but like, right. I don't think we're getting Kofi Mania again. That that ship sailed a long time ago too. I I just thought it was a really weak way to put it together for elimination chamber. Yeah, it's going to end up being Sheamus and uh, Drew at the main at event. WrestleMania. Main at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck! I, it, I mean, gosh, Ray Charles to see that come. Fucking come on! I mean, yeah, that's what they're doing on TV. But it's stupid. As as much momentum as Bobby Lashley has right now, put Bobby Lashley in there against Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. Uh, they gonna put Bobby and oh Surfer Boy, what's his name? Red uh, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. They're gonna Riddle. put hit those two guys at Mania because you know, like that really makes a lot of sense. I mean, he's only beating the hind end out like last month. It, it's kind of like, you know, how it is with SmackDown. You start off with Roman Reigns, and then you have uh, uh, Ray Jr. Jr. against a um, uh, guy played for the Bucks. What's the name? Can't Corbin. Corbin. Yeah. Too much cheek pop, I can't think. But, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's move on to the pros, guys. Um there's a lot of uh, you know cons. It's my favorite place to be. I could sit and bitch for a while. I'm gonna go ahead and start it out, Tommy. You said Bad Bunny was a con of yours, uh, and I'm gonna tell you why that's a pro. Do you know where Bad Bunny's gonna be this Saturday? Where's Bad Bunny gonna be this Saturday? Bad Bunny is going to be on Saturday Night Live. Oh my goodness! And I'm Boy. almost 100 percent sure he'll have that belt there with him. Yeah, you may um, even have our truth there trying to get his revenge on the show. Yeah, and, you know I talked about Bad Bunny there a couple weeks ago. He's not for us, Tommy. But imagine the no. eyes that's going to see him on SNL as the twenty four seven nine eleven forty five niner br five four ou eight one two champion. Be just like how David Arquette won the WCW title. No, it's not the same thing at all. Daphne, don't give me that shit. <laughs> it's not the same thing. It's not the world championship. If Bad Bunny would have won the world title, I'd be talking shit with you. But it's a 24-7 title. That title don't mean shit. And I loved how Damian Priest was like, nah, fuck that title. I don't want no part of that. You want some of this, Bad Bunny? Yeah. You want this? Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my take on it. Um, but watch him uh, make me look like a full Tommy and not even have the belt with him in SNL, then I'll, then I'll be mad with you. All right. That's this Saturday. This Saturday. SNL. I might stay up and watch it. It's because you said so. Go ahead and keep it going, my friends. What uh, what did you like in the rest of the world? I'll go right Alexa. here. I got to see Alexa Bliss on Raw. She was the only real shining moment on Raw this week. <laughs> She's killing it in this gimmick week in and week out. Like the fiend's not even around and just what she's doing with it still. I know she had to sit out last week because of this real life stalker. She's doing mm -hmm. the best work of her career and is proving what a lot of people already knew about her before. Yeah. She might not give you a five-star Meltzer classic. We get that, but she's one, she's been one of the best promos out there. She's been one of the most solid, overall workers that have carried the, the women's brand on in WWE for many years and people don't give her enough credit. They're just showing how really good Alexa Bliss is week in and week out. 
when they give her the ball and she's kill she's killing it over there and just tremendous work. I can't compliment her enough. Yep. And there was a I lot of people with- online that were upset with that uh, last night with her sitting in the pentagram. And one thing I did want to say is that Close that pentagram, down, pentagram was facing up. That's right. So what does that mean for Bray Wyatt? That's where I'm intrigued with that. Well, I mean, he's obviously going to come back as a good guy. People don't realize that because Randy Orton is a dastardly heel. And mm-hmm. they've kind of been pushing the fiend as a babyface slowly for a while now. And I think this, when he comes back, he's going to be a babyface, which I'm not sure if I like or if I dislike. Uh, and I could be wrong altogether, you know, but, but you know, that's, um, you know, without going he's- into it, essentially that's the opposite of Satanism. You know, the upside down pentagram. Absolutely. That's the opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh I'm anxious to see where it's gonna go too, Sonny. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, me too. And honestly, I think we see the fiend this Sunday in the elimination chamber. I think he shows up inside of Randy Orton's pod. That's my prediction. You heard Ooh. it here first. Yep, I agree. Nice. Um hey, I'll hey, tell you what, get that road warrior pop. Gonna get that road warrior pop. That's right. Um, I'm gonna put over Joey Janela. Let me repeat that. I'm going to put over Joey Janela. Never thought I'd say that before in my life, but the match that he had with uh, Darby Allen last week on Dynamite. Good job, kid. Do stuff like that. that. Good. Quit being a fucking idiot. Do do wrestling like that. Good stuff. Yeah. Yep. And then they had to kill just, Darby Allen with that thing he did. But what's that, Tommy? Had to kill off Darby Allen just about with the dragging him or whatever. That kind of killed the moment. That but. was so. I mean, I'm I'm okay with him dragging him off like that. That was a pretty cool visual. But mm-hmm. I'm just over the whole Sting coming out to talk to Tony Schiavone shit. I keep waiting <laughs> on JJ Dillon to show up and offer Sting a contract to wrestle somebody. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys have been following it tonight, but uh, at 8 o'clock, we've actually done miss it. I meant to set it up to record, and I forgot, so I'm mad in hell, but Young Rock starts tonight, and I'm really excited about that uh, TV series. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I accidentally interrupted Sonny there. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't even remember now. It's all (laughs) good. (laughs) No worries. I feel bad. I really liked this week. Uh, Bobby Rude gave a shout out to my hometown of Thunder Bay. So I, I thought that, that was really I cool. That. Yeah, that was sweet. No one knows what he was talking about except for the few, but that was really cool. That made me smile. Is he from Thunder Bay? He's from Peterborough, which is about 24 hours away from here. But I've seen him work up here a lot in our bingo halls and he's been up here quite a bit before he was in. um, Well, right when he started with impact, actually. Hmm. Hmm. That's all. I love Bobby Roode. He's a, he's a fantastic talent all around. I think they should have done so many more things with him that they're just not doing. I want beer money. Yeah. Beer money would be great. I love that. I got to go back to uh, 
Sammy Guevara for a second here for a pro is uh, I like the inner circle breakup here that they're doing. And I think this is really going to elevate this kid's career to the next level, especially going into a feud with MJF. I would like to see them keep him off the air for a few months at least and then bring him back in a monster role. And uh, the guy's the limit for Sammy. Those internet reports that we were talking about earlier, you don't know what to believe in half of that stuff. It's bull crap most no, of No, Sam it. Roberts, I hate to interrupt you, John, but Sam Roberts was yep. talking about this on his podcast here recently, and he was calling mm-hmm. it the new kayfabe. And I didn't think much of it until now. But, you know, you know, before, nobody knew what was going on in the back because you didn't have everybody talking about it uh, with the computers and stuff kind of running rampant, mm-hmm. social media. So what he says is going on, and I didn't think about it before, but he's 100% right. They – are being themselves on social media and with these stories and everything, but they're sprinkling in some work here and there. So that yep. way you can't tell if it's a worker or if it's not. Honestly, I thought that when I found out about the Lacey Evans thing, I'm like, yeah, she ain't fucking pregnant. She's just working everybody. So I like mm-hmm. it because it makes me believe again. You know what I'm saying? Makes it a little bit more Absolutely. fun in different ways and stuff. It really does. And Sammy's got a hell of a, a career. And, you know, this whole angle with the inner circle could really benefit Santana and Ortiz as well. I could see them potentially maybe beating the Bucks for the belts here. So I was about to say, they're going to win the titles tomorrow. They heard me bitching on the show a couple weeks ago. Tomorrow, mark my words, Santana and Ortiz going to be the tag Yeah, it, and it's a benefit for them. Look look at what the breakup of the inner circle did in the whole uh, – kicking Sammy out and Jericho and MJF stuff and just the way they've been playing it out. It's going to work out because a lot of people have been asking forever, myself included, why have Santana and Ortiz not got a bigger run and a bigger focus in the tag division? They could, they were one of the hottest free agents, you know, a year and a half ago. So mm-hmm. I, I think this is going to lead to them getting the belts too tomorrow night. So just run. I agree. That's why I threw it out there. It's going to benefit people. Well, I think it could be a big pro. They've been working with, Sammy Guevara a lot on being the elite over the last few months. They seem to have this Latino faction that I think we're going to see on Dynamite. I hope not. That's fucking stupid. (laughs) Okay. I don't like that at all. Sorry. (laughs) You don't want the Latino world order back? I've been meaning to ask you, Sonny, who's this fucking guy they're chasing around talking about he's speaking? Alex Abrahantes. Who? Alex Abrahantes. Who the hell's uh, he? Spanish... Spanish commentator. Oh, okay. Okay, that's, yeah. okay but still, I, I hope we don't see that. I don't want to see that on TV. Keep that on being the elite. No, I just think that that faction is going to, we're going to see in some way, shape, or form. Not the goofiness, I don't think. Uh, right. Pro for me, I don't know if uh, you guys caught it. Uh, a lot of people didn't catch it, but last week when Matt Hardy gave Adam Page that contract to sign in the bar, when Matt Hardy was talking to the camera, Adam Page switched contracts out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. noticed that or not. Yeah. But I'm excited to see what that contract consists of because Adam Page is like, oh, no, 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 not so fast. So hopefully he's about to break one off and no big money Matt Hardy. Right. I think it's Another one of those, this camera stays here. Right. Start here, camera. Watch <laughs> us. But hey, that, right was good. that was good in that instance because – uh, I didn't catch it the first time. I, I caught it uh, watching it back because I'll always watch Dynamite twice because, honestly, Dynamite's my favorite show. Time's up, but we don't care. We're going to keep rambling. Thank you, um, Yeah. But I, 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 the first time I watched it, you know, my eyes were on Matt Hardy because, you know, it was kind of like a sleight of hand with, uh, you know, that whole thing. And I, I really enjoyed that. And I'm anxious to see where they're going to go with it. 
Yep. Any more pros, my friends? I'm good. I like that Josh Alexander won the triple threat revolver match on No Surrender on Saturday. Wait a minute. I honestly didn't, thought didn't, it was. Uh, didn't WWE buy Evolve? No, this was for Impact. It was a revolver match. Oh. And Josh Alexander ended up taking it. And I thought it was going to train Miguel or Ace Austin. I like to see that it's going with Josh Alexander with the breakup of the North. He's a great talent. I don't want to see him get buried. And it looks like he's going to be in the forefront for a little bit. Honestly, that match was the highlight of no surrender. There's not much to talk about, but that. Uh, you didn't enjoy Tommy Dreamer and Rich Swan in the main event? Oh, <laughs> that was painful. That was so a, painful. I, I don't know why done. Tommy Dreamer's in that position. Honestly, I've not liked the way Tommy's ever been booked. I've never looked at Tommy Dreamer as a guy. He's always been a jobber to me, and mm-hmm. that's all he is. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, an enhancement talent. And I mean, that's what they're doing mostly with him over an impact. So to give him this freebie because it's his 50th birthday, it's a little bit lame. Yeah, a lot of bit lame. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Let's go to the chat, guys. Get a couple pros from them. Uh, Lennon Childers says, pro Alexa carrying raw once again. Yep. yep. She'd be doing that. She'd definitely be doing that. Um. Mike, Michael Mann says NXT credit fake out endings keep killing it. Yeah, I've I've really enjoyed uh, the way that they consistently have that swerve uh, at the end of their programs sometimes because a lot of people don't do that. And I'm actually, I, honestly, I don't know if I'm going to watch Dynamite first tomorrow night or if I'm going to watch AEW tomorrow night because I want to know what the hell is going to happen with the Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting. It is. Um, Kenny Dunn said earlier the super fiend will break through the chamber on Sunday. Hopefully, he comes out to uh, uh, Freddie Mercury singing, I want to break free. Hope so. Probably not. Probably not. No. No, probably not. <laughs> no. And I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of speculation that when the fiend does come back, he's going to have an altered. Appearance. Um, so, I'm, if it, if it's not broke, why fix it? Well, I think it's to keep it fresh. Less I mean, I think he's going that. to Tom Savini to make his masks and stuff. So he's a big horror guy that does a lot of good work. He does. No, slip no, knots no. Masks. He's not a whore anymore, Sonny. He uh, he had a baby with JoJo. They're married now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. That was supposed to be a funny. <laughs> you said whore. Not... I said he's not a whore. Ha uh-huh. ha. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Help me out here, Leave. Sonny. God dang it. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But no, I think <laughs> I think someone like him, like he does someone like Slipknot's masks. He does them every album to switch it up. And it keeps it fresh. And I think that's kind of what they're doing with the fiend here. Here's a little uh, um, odd fact. A friend of mine is actually currently in Tom Savini's uh, 
I don't know if it's college or classes or what it is, but he's oh, actually, amazing. He's in his uh, program learning how to do the special effects and everything that he does. So that's that's pretty awesome. That man. stuff's so cool. Yeah, I'm excited for him for sure. Mm-hmm. John, you got any uh, any pro, more pros out there before we get out here, buddy? No, I think I, I think you guys hit on all the good ones there uh, for everything. I, I, there's some good things that are going to be going on this week. NXT is going to be an interesting program, the Undisputed Era. So I would definitely I'm not a frequent you know follower of NXT all the time, just the highlights. But I'm, I want to catch it, and I'm definitely going to DVR it just to see what's going on and catch it um, after Dynamite. I always watch Dynamite first, so. I'm interested to see what goes on with that. And, uh, you know, I think there's some compelling storylines. Another pro is that we're probably going to be getting Killer Cross on the main roster here soon. And I hope they're kind of dropping this whole and getting the belt back type thing. I really want to see him right after WrestleMania up on the main roster. And uh, sign me up for Killer Cross versus Roman Reigns or Killer Cross versus Bray Wyatt or Killer Cross versus Drew McIntyre. I, I want to see it. So. It's a big pro if, if that's true that he's moving up. I'm worried about him moving up. I'm afraid. I don't worry about him. Well, I, I didn't worry about uh, Alistair Black either. Look what the hell they've done to him. Killer Cross is a once in a, he's a once in a lifetime talent. He's the full circle. He's believable. He's a badass. He's got a great ballet with him. He's a tremendous promo. He's great in the ring. He can do anything out there. He is. A, he's he's a true all around. 100% great talent. So I don't worry about it with him. I think he's going to just, he's, he's the cream and he's going to rise to the top really fast. I don't, I, I, if they screw killer cross up, there's really uh, nothing going for them then. <laughs> well, they're going to probably fuck him up. Killer cross versus Alistair black says Kenny Dunn. I'd love to see that Kenny. I don't think we'll get it. Mm-hmm. I think Alistair black is probably seen his, um, is uh, stay at WWE come and go. I'll be surprised if we see him back on TV. Hopefully I'm wrong. Jeremy Robinson, <laughs> he's got it figured out. I said the Fiend was going to show up at Elimination Chamber in the pod. He says, he says that's not going to happen. He said this is what he's going to have happen. He's going to have Bliss carry a taker urn and dump the ashes out, pour some water on it, or have Vince pee on the ashes. Lights go out <laughs> and back on. Boom, the Fiend. <laughs> oh, man. Bucket, bucket. Let's do it. Good that one. magic fence piss. Yeah, that, that the has a real for a reason. You know, Brian Pillman used to drink piss, right? Nope, <laughs> that's a work. <laughs> Sonny, you got any final thoughts before we get out of here, buddy? Uh, I just had a blast. Uh, check out Cheap Heat and Cheap Pops. Got my Impact review, my Being the Elite review coming out. So look for that. Fair enough. Uh, Tommy, final thoughts, buddy? I, I, I said I'm just glad to be here. I want to thank Chris Morgan for helping me with my pros and cons tonight. She helped me with that. So, Aww. yeah. Oh, Tommy got him some help. Yeah, yeah. I said, "Hey, Judge, what should my pros and cons be?" And she sent me this big long list. So that's oh, why I've been doing yeah. this here, checking this. So you, she, you should have told me that, Tommy. I'm gonna have to end up taking you off the show, putting her on. She's doing all your work for you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I bet you she didn't fucking pick Daphne though, did she? It probably didn't. She probably didn't even remember Daphne. <laughs> um, John, you mentioned you don't watch NXT. The reason you haven't watched NXT 
regularly is because you got like seven or 18 podcasts you do every freaking week and you need to calm down and watch some more wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. We do a lot of shows over on our podcast, Cheap Heat and Cheap Pop. Check it out. And make sure you guys go to our Facebook page. It's still listed under our, our old name. It's called Wrestling with Reality Podcast on there. But we're, we're waiting on Facebook to change it over to our uh, name that we've been with for a good long time now, Cheap Heat and Cheap Pops. And if you guys like live streams, we do about at least three a week right now. We watch Old Nitro. We're going to be incorporating some superstars in this week. We do all of our tapings for the podcast on there. And we even throw some bonus shows that aren't wrestling related that tend to uh, – rile some uh, certain people up and have some fun with. So go check it out, guys. And uh, we're going to be doing a lot more on there in the, in the next year. So make sure you follow us over there. For now, it's Wrestling With Reality. Please like and follow the page. And come on over and have some fun when we're streaming. We're always up at all times and doing something new. And we love uh, the Ramblers and doing this with you guys every week. <laughs> Kenny Dunn says, uh, John Covey Cole telling somebody to watch more wrestling is weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's all come full circle, Kenny. Yeah, I do agree with him on that. That's funny. Uh, Michael Mann says, went to the TV and saw the last few minutes of Young Rock. Looks great. Don't do that, Michael. You're supposed to stay here with us. No, you can catch it on Peacock. Free cock? Is it on Free Cock? Free Cock, Peacock, Rooster? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is it free tommy I, I, I hadn't you know mike levin called me asked me that last night i was like i don't know he asked you if your cock was free what the hell do you think uh, i'm talking about the cock is another uh, name for a rooster i mentioned I free cock you said ross got and i said is it free and you said mike levin called me and, and, and well, i have wrestled for free before <laughs> oh yeah haven't we all <laughs> <laughs> Lyndon says, John Covey Cole, go watch New Japan wrestling, damn it. Not going to do it, Lyndon. They put me some, they put me some, uh, some uh, subtitles up there. Maybe I'll watch it. But I don't know. Kevin Kelly does great. Oh, okay. that's who the announcer Kevin is? Kelly. Yeah, Kevin Kelly's yeah. our uh, uh, English guy. Yeah. I'd rather not. Yeah, sorry. He's yeah. a good guy. I like him. He's oh, just looking for excuses. What's that? Did you meet him too? Yeah, He's we sat together at, at church <laughs> at the George South one time. George South did a church door and um, wrestled Kate, and we sat together. Me and Kevin Kelly did, yeah. Wow. <laughs> the rooster's over. So, yeah. <laughs> Sonny cranked me up. I love her. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to keep a straight face. I'm like, I, I will pop here in a minute. It happens. Oh, man. Once again, Ramblers, next week on the show, we are going to be discussing <laughs> what is the best finishing move of all time. Next Tuesday, right here on the Ramble, uh, we may or may not have another post live show coming up soon. So keep your eyes peeled on that. Uh, but that's pretty much all the time we got for today guys we've been here an hour and a half I know we talked about it at the start of the season keeping the shows to an hour I think it's inevitable the show's going to be at least an hour and a half do you guys agree? Yes. pretty much yeah absolutely and that's pushing it <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, Lyndon says super kick 
Next week, Lyndon got dog, son. Follow instructions. All right, say so I bet Lyndon's seen my camera work with the New Japan stuff. If he's watching New Japan, oh, he's God. seen everybody's, my camera everybody's work. Everybody in before. West Virginia's seen your camera work, Tommy. I know the North Carolina, Tennessee, West Virginia. I thought you were going to start singing Petey Pablo there for a second. <laughs> Come on, raise up. <laughs> All right, guys, that's all the time we have for today. We will see you guys Tuesday. Go check out Cheap Heat, Cheap Pops, Cheap Plugs with John and Sonny over there. For Tommy Thomason, Sonny Salem, Jonathan Wangland, I'm John Covey Cole, guys, and your Royal Ramble champion. Remember that. Write it down. Take a picture. I don't give a fuck. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, ramble on.